Mike here, and uh, I've got a little rant on my mind. I mentioned earlier that I wanted to talk about the difference between how people on the left, the media on the left, and people on the right and media on the right deal with the coronavirus, the COVID-19, the Wuhan flu, uh, and, and the difference. And the difference is obvious to me, and it should be to you as well. For example, late night talk show hosts are all about trying to paint the president as a racist, trying to say Donald Trump is racist because he uses the term that so many of them used for weeks and weeks and weeks talking about this by saying it's the Chinese flu, the Chinese virus. Jimmy Kimmel last night. Trump, meanwhile, has a catchy little nickname for the coronavirus. He now calls it the Chinese virus every chance he gets. Because, you know, they say a great way to prevent a virus from spreading is to name it something racist. Well, it's not racist, Jimmy Kimmel, and you know that, but you're trying to put that label on the president, and it's just not true. And CNN is supporting this effort, too. Last night, they had uh, Susan Rice, former national security advisor under Barack Obama, uh, remember, she was the one who came out and told us all lies about uh, the uh, attack on Benghazi, that it was all started because of a video. No, it wasn't. But that that's another story for another day. Susan Rice jumped on the racist bandwagon, too, and tried to spread the propaganda from the Chinese government, by the way. China is pushing this narrative. And, and certainly China is not behaving well in in trying to blame this on the United States. I heard that and I thought, oh my goodness, is she going to make sense? No, no, she's not. But the flip side of it is we are not behaving well when we talk about, as the president does every day, the Chinese virus, the Wuhan flu, and all of these racist uh, descriptions. The fact of the matter is that viruses don't know borders. Hmm. Interesting. Because Democrats don't know borders either. Look to our southern border. Remember when Donald Trump said uh, we're going to we're going to stop people from coming here from China very early on, and many on the left, including the left side of the media, said that the president was racist about this. They they said, "Oh, how dare you, Mr. President? How dare you?" He recounted that. The president recounted that yesterday in the press conference. I called for a ban from people coming in from China long before anybody thought it was in fact it was your network. I believe they called me a racist because I did that. Uh it was many of the people in the room they called me racist and other words. Yes, they did. Even Joe Biden called you a xenophobe and a racist for closing the borders, which prevented tens of thousands of people coming here from Asia, likely bringing the virus with them and spreading it further. But this is the way the left deals with it. It's only about trying to bring down the president. In fact, uh, the left has tried to make this Donald Trump's Chernobyl or Donald Trump's Katrina. Here's a montage from MSNBC and CNN. This crisis seems to have been designed to bring out the worst of Trump. Do you think it's cost people their lives? When he's saying don't test people because then the number of cases will go up. I mean, that that's Chernobyl level 
gaslighting. I mean, when coronavirus broke out in China, people said, this is China's Chernobyl. Actually, it's Donald Trump's Chernobyl. You've called this his Chernobyl. What the Iran hostage crisis was the yeah. final year of Carter's presidency. This may be Donald Trump's Katrina. Looks like a Hurricane Katrina moment. What happened to Katrina? That's where we are now. An event like this, just like with Katrina, I mean, you think back to Katrina, it does harken back to Katrina. We're in the middle of a pandemic, and <laughs> every know. time this president comes out, he gives inaccurate information. The worst emergency response to a pandemic that we have ever seen in this country. And Donald Trump should take the next month off and golf while someone else handles it. Interesting, right? Yes, interesting. And I, I remind you of what Lawrence O'Donnell said, because uh, he on MSNBC, one of their biggest voices in primetime, said this. More people are sick in America tonight because Donald Trump is president. More people are dead and dying in America tonight because Donald Trump is president. How absolutely awful are these people? I, I just don't know how they can sleep at night knowing what they're doing. They're openly hoping that our economy melts down. They're, they're seemingly celebrating the increase in cases when we knew this was going to happen. A virus travels around the world and it goes in waves. It starts in one area and then heads to the Western world. It went from China and the Asian Peninsula to Europe and then it came from Europe to America where we had the explosion here. And yes, cases are going to go up and deaths, unfortunately, are going to go up. But a huge number of the people are going to survive and thrive. And our economy will once again lead the world because that's who we are. And we'll learn things from this. We will learn many things from this crisis, like we need to get our medical manufacturing out of China when 90% of our antibiotics are made in a country that suddenly could shut down or turn its back on us, that's a problem. So just as the president brought manufacturing back, I hope he works hard to bring some of the manufacturing of our medical supplies and our pharmaceuticals back to this country. Incentivize it. Make it so that we never have the possibility of something like this happening again. Just my thoughts. Today we're going to see all of the leadership in the government gathering to talk with the president. You're going to see Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and Kevin McCarthy. You're going to see people who probably haven't looked at each other since the State of the Union when Pelosi tore up the president's speech. But I want to point to the way the right responds. I want to point to the way people who actually understand that we have a shared responsibility to help each other out through this crisis and, and not moan about it. The shared sacrifice that we're seeing from people who are helping out their neighbors, the people who are sewing masks for hospitals, and the companies who are shifting production to, to put profit on the side while we try and make sure that the people on the front lines, the caregivers, are able to do their jobs without fear that they too will become sick. This is really so important, and it is really what makes America fantastic. So we, we salute all those caregivers. And you know what? We salute the parents who are smart and keep their kids at home 
and are dealing with the pressures of now learning about homeschooling. It can't be easy. And then there are the people who are trying to distract. The people who are trying to give us interesting little ways to stop and, and laugh about our world today. One of those people happens to be a woman from Tennessee, a woman who decided uh, a few days ago she was going to put the Christmas lights back up and she was going to try and change the way we're looking at her situation. Her name is Brenda Sparks and she posted a, uh, a short video on Twitter that's now getting a lot of attention. You may have even heard little clips from it on the news. Brenda Sparks saying that we need to have a little bit of a change in perspective on this. So with her Christmas tree lights and Christmas lights on her house in the background, she gave us this. Someday soon, we all will be together. If the fates allow. Until then, We'll just have to muddle through somehow. So have yourself a merry little quarantine now. Beautiful. We love you all. We're going to make it. We will. Flatten the curve. Stay inside. We love you. And wash your hands too, Brenda. Brenda Sparks, if you're on social media, you can see that. I followed her and she followed me back. So if she does any more of those, we will see the delightful videos. And you know what? Maybe you should put up your Christmas lights too. If you are sheltering at home with the family and you are looking for projects to to undertake while you are in your home self-isolation and quarantine, maybe it's time to break out the Christmas tree, redecorate it, put the lights up outside, and put your own pictures up on the internet. I'd love to see them if you're going to post them. We don't put lights outside, but maybe I'll put the Christmas tree back up this weekend. Maybe we'll do that too. All right, post your pictures. Let me know. Michael Pelka.